0: السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم in Allah wa mala ikataho Yusaluna alan nabi, Ya Ayyuhaladina Amanu Soldu Alihi Wasali Mutaslima recite the Rusharif. Allahumma Sali Allah Sayyidina Muhammad wa ali sayyidina sa yidina Muhammad Kama Salita Ibrahim wa Ali Ibrahim in the Kahamidun Majid. Allahumma la Sayyidina Muhammad wa ali Sayyidina Muhammad Kama Barata Alla Ibrahim wa Ali Ibrahim in the Kahamidun Majid. So for the last so many weeks we've been speaking about the lead to ramadan and many of you might have even had a countdown and by the way this has come to me right now it's not part of what i was planning to say but there's an interesting topic how do we get children and kids excited about ramadan and let's be honest i mean when we were young when i was young be honest did you look forward to ramadan was ramadan exciting be honest if you said no that's not allah's not going to say to you why did you not enjoy it it's not your fault you were a child as kids growing up did we enjoy ramadan did we look forward to it maybe we look forward to eid okay because of the eidi and the gifts that we got and we got a chance to see maybe relatives and cousins and stuff but realistically speaking when we were kids when we were young did we enjoy ramadan and most of us i can see some of you shaking your heads Do we enjoy Ramadan now? Okay, that's a different topic altogether. But we need to think of ways in in today's climate to make Ramadan and Islam itself exciting, fun, and relatable to young children. And one of the ways you can do this, just one suggestion that's come to my mind. One of the ways you can do this is by having a countdown. And kids love this. And if you've not started already even start now i know there's only a handful of days left but having a countdown they'll come down in the morning mom dad look i've changed it myself today there's five days left next there's four days left there's three days left there's two days left and even small steps like these make a massive difference as well may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give us the tawfiq, may Allah subhanahu wa taala. Give us the ability to plant the love of iman, of Islam, of Quran, of the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hearts of our young children. Uh, let's talk about Juma'ah, for example. Do we uh, do we look forward to Jumu'ah? Jumu'ah is Sayyidul Ayam. It's the leader and the master of all of the weeks. Jumu'ah, in according to some hadith and narrations, has more importance even than the day of Eid al-Fitr and adha For Eid, we're excited, but for Jumu'ah, I know it comes every week. How excited are we? Our children have a normal routine of going to school, going to madrasa, and then they're busy throughout the day. Maybe some of us, we take time off work and make a little extra effort on the day of Jumu'ah. But have we instilled the love of Jumu'ah in the hearts of our children? Do things, allow them to do things differently on Jumu'ah. Be a bit more flexible in Jummah. I mean, it has to be relatable. You can't sit there preaching them about it because they're not at that age to understand and they're not expected to. Something we did very recently and I thought it worked wonders. It's something very small. On the day of Jum'ah, the kids are allowed to choose what cereal they have for breakfast. Now, you might think that's bizarre. Why would you do something like that? Well, we have a strict thing where uh, the unhealthy ones you don't have throughout the week. So they get to choose. Or for example, allowing the kids, right, it's Jumaa today. Today you can choose your own clothes. Up until now, mom and dad choose your clothes throughout the week of what you wear. Today you can wear what you want and allow them to do it. So at least they start thinking Jumaa Friday is something special. It's exciting. And these are just some examples. You could buy certain toys which you put away and they only come out on Friday. That these are reserved. This game is for Friday. And they're excited the whole week. They're working hard and looking forward to Jum'ah. So they know from a young age, Jumu'ah is something special. And my mom and dad celebrate Jumu'ah every week. So similarly, in the countdown to Ramadan, do you know when you and I, when we, when we have an event, when we have something special happening in our lives, when we're going on holiday, let's take it. everyone's like dying to get away now. And we're seeing some hope of foreign travel opening very soon, inshallah. Insha'Allah. So everybody wants to get away, have a break. When you've booked a holiday to go away in some exotic resort or wherever it may be, what, do we just book it and then just get there on the day? Or every single day or every few days, we're going online to check, let's go on TripAdvisor. Let's see what everybody's got to say. Let's go on booking.com, let's see. What are the reviews? It's, they say it's a five-star hotel, right? What, how big is a swimming pool? What do they serve for breakfast? Okay? Do, is the travel included? Is the airport transfers included or not? What, what, are, what are the rooms like? Where are the kids going to sleep? Where are we going to stay? Do they have a kids club, something to keep the kids enter These are things that we do. And it's, we don't just turn up, we excite ourselves. Even though we know everything, we'll try and go on different websites, speak to different friends to find out, tell me more, tell me more, I want to know more. And the excitement is increasing whilst we're doing our packing we're making sure we don't miss anything out even though everything's available there we make sure so that our holiday doesn't go down the drain when we have the time of our life well ramadan is much greater than this the holy month of ramadan comes year in and year out how many reviews have we read how many Things have we read in regards to Ramadan. We read about the features of a hotel, for example. The features of, you're going to eat to a restaurant, something as simple as eating. Okay, now people will go on there as well. Which is the best burger to have? What's, what's, What's your favorite dish? What's the best thing? What's the thing that everybody orders? What's your speciality? Have we checked out the specialities of Ramadan? What's different? Is Ramadan the same as every other day? Or is Ramadan different are there specialities in the holy month of Ramadan and have I spared a few moments to check out the specialities of Ramadan what are the features of Ramadan how is Ramadan different to any other day in the year Rasulullah addressed the Sahaba عنهم, reminded you and I and we need to keep reminding ourselves don't just think I already know I already know. Yes, we've heard of these fada'il before. We know the verses. You'll probably be hearing We've heard it for 20 years, for 30 years, for 15 years. But does that mean has the taqwa come into our hearts? It's not about just mentioning and hearing or increasing our knowledge. It's about coming to the reality. So Ramadan is about to arrive and when he arrives he arrives with all of his glory with all of its mercy and rahma and all of its baraka now some of us maybe we might not think that ramadan does anything for me ramadan comes and goes in my life but i've not seen a difference but believe me believe me Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he addressed the sahaba we have the lengthy Hadith of Salman There is discussion in regards to the chain of narration. However, the meaning of the Hadith is Sahih and we found many, many of these uh, hadith in other hadith and the Prophet, وسلم, he would tell the Sahaba A very magnificent month is about to come upon you. Shahrun mubarak. This month is Mubarak, it's blessed. Whether you think it's blessed or not, it is blessed. And the impact Ramadan has, and the virtues, and the significance, and the reward, you cannot compare, you cannot match. I, I show you an example. There is a sahabi, Talha bin Ubaidillah ta'ala anhu. He says that there were two brothers or two friends. They accepted Islam at the same time. So they were both sahaba. They accepted Islam at the same time. So the n- 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 neither of them got a head start. No, we're not saying one was from Asabi Kun al Awalloon and the other one was from you know the later Sahabi who accept No. They both accept Islam at the same time. Now one was hard working than the other. So one of the one of the brothers he would exert himself much more he would pray much more he would fast much more he would give so much more and he gave and he exerted and he strove in the way of Allah much more so much so that the one who worked much harder he went out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he actually became a Shaheed so what's happened now you got two brothers both accepted Islam at the same time on the first one, he exerts himself much more so much so that he becomes a shaheed and a martyr in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One year later, the other brother, he passes away a normal death. He wasn't a martyr. He was a simple person carrying out his normal deeds. He didn't overexert himself. taala <tulha bin Ubaidillah> He says one night whilst I was sleeping, I saw a dream. And it was as if I was at the gates of Jannah and when I was at the gates of Jannah, I saw that from within Jannah, a caller called out and the brother who died later on one year later, he was invited to come and enter into Jannah before his brother who passed away as a martyr and a shaheed. And then when I went there, I I was like, you, you stop right here. Your time's not come yet. You go back and he goes, my eyes opened. And when I related it to the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam, me and the rest of the Sahaba, we were like really surprised. So the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, well, why are you surprised? It's not surprising. What, what part of this story do you find surprising? The Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Wasallam, they accepted Islam at the same time. However, one became a martyr and a shaheed, and the other one died a normal death. Of course, we know the manazil of the shohada are very high and lofty in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How is it that his brother who was a simple person who didn't become a martyr, why was it that he was asked to enter into paradise before his brother that was martyred? Listen to the answer of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Wasallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said that the brother who died one year later, did he not spend one extra Ramadan fasting for the sake of Allah? Did he not have one extra Ramadan fasting for the sake of Allah? If you think that it's just a fast, what does it do? What difference does it make? I fasted last year, I fasted the year before, I'm going to fast again. Look at what happens over here. And the Prophet wasallam said, The difference between the Jannah of this second brother and the first brother is like the difference between the heavens and the earth between the heavens this is how much of a difference there will be one month of Ramadan of fasting this is what it does for a person and for those of us who feel that Ramadan you know we've we've had Ramadan Ramadan comes and I don't really feel that motivated there are some mashaAllah, who make the most of the month of Ramadan they recite as much Quran as possible. They are up in the night making Taraweeh. They take this opportunity to sympathize with the poor and give plentiful Sadaqat. Every opportunity they are making dua. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala accept. May Allah give Istiqamah. May Allah give Barakah. And may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala become pleased with you. And may Allah give us a tawfiq to follow your example. However, I'm speaking to those people now. Those people who may feel that Ramadan, you know, okay let's be honest with it let's be real n- there are some of us who don't really look forward to Ramadan as much as we should let's be honest okay we find it difficult it's a burden we struggle it's not like the thing that we're excited for them I mean we n- don't get us wrong we, we we enjoy it it's a buzz but you know it's hard we struggle we find it difficult and we don't really feel it's doing anything for me what does it do for me I fast I stay hungry I pray in the night but what's it doing for me I've not seen myself change I fasted and then I was back to normal again in Ramadan I didn't see any change you might think that you're not seeing a change I'm gonna share with you something today insha'Allah, which will make you realize that whether you like it or not Ramadan comes with its glory its might its Baraka and it has a massive influence and impact even on non-muslims let alone muslims someone who doesn't have iman experiences the barakah of ramadan what is to say of the muslimin what is to say of the mu'minin and muwahideen whether we might be weak we might be sinful we might be heedless and negligent of almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you might feel that You know i i don't really feel special in ramadan i see everyone around me my mom my dad they're all praying away someone's doing their tasbih their dhikr other people are giving sadaqah i i don't really feel anything special let me tell you two things i'm going to explain to you and we will see that every muslim throughout the world no matter who you are no matter how filthy you might consider yourself and thinking that i'm a bad person i drink and i've gambled i've committed zina i've done all sorts of things and I'm not a truthful person believe me when Ramadan comes it comes with its glory its might and it changes you without you even realizing Ramadan will be doing its work in the background whether you like it or not and it will increase your love for Allah and your love for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi in ways that you cannot even imagine number one how does it make you more aware conscious mindful of Allah In the month of ramadan pick any muslim any muslim in the whole world i'm not talking about a practicing muslim i'm talking about the most simplest muslim a person that's not practicing and person that's not particular a person that doesn't consider themselves to be a good muslim any muslim off the street pick them up and you will find that they will fast they are fasting now during the day whilst they are fasting their family members have gone out of the house Or maybe it's the dead of the night and everybody's sleeping. Go to this Muslim, who might be a simple Muslim, not practicing at all. And tell them, brother, whatever his name is, Ahmed, Muhammad, Abdullah, Bilal, or it could be my sister, Khadija, Hafsa, Sumayya, whoever you might be. And go to them and say, look, your mom, your dad, your friends, your brothers, your family, your work colleagues are not here, nobody's present, everybody's sleeping, go on go in the kitchen have one sip of water that's it just one one sip of water what will this person say what will this person say will this person do it I'll give you ten pounds hundred pounds I'll give you a thousand pound will they drink the water I can't hear you will they drink the water no now why You ask this person, why? Why? Who is it? Your dad's not looking. Your mom's not looking. Your brothers, your sisters, community is not looking. Nobody's going to find out. The people in the street are not going to say, oh, this Bilal is really bad. In in the month of Ramadan, he, he broke his fast. Nobody's looking. What will that person say to you? Who is looking? Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar the person throughout the whole year who never thought even once to himself that allah is looking at me however in the month of ramadan when you're being offered money your iman your taqwa your consciousness and we call this ihsan illam فَإِنَّهُ When Ramadan comes, it comes with its glory. You want to change, you don't want to change. Ramadan does change your inside. And the condition of your heart becomes such that even if you are not practicing and you don't want to, your heart will protect you. And it will be, there'll be that Iman in your heart which will say, look, nobody might be watching, but my Allah is watching. Imagine that becomes our condition throughout our lives. So, my brother my sister if you're not looking forward to ramadan and you think ramadan doesn't really do anything to me it does and if you want to change your mind from now and start looking forward to it because ramadan does change you and how does it make us closer to the prophet sallallahu alaihi at the time of iftar at the time of iftar in every muslim household again practicing or non-practicing Whether you're having iftar in the masjid, in the home or in a restaurant, it doesn't matter where you are. Or if you're having it on the road, on the motor, on the M6, it doesn't matter. Everyone, whether practicing or not, whether close to the deen or far from the deen, you will find that at the time of iftar, we have many different types of foods. We've got fruits in front of us. We have rice, we have chicken, we have different types of bread. You've got English food, you've got all types of food in front of you. And there will also be some dates and water as well. No matter who it is, when the Mu'addin says, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, what will happen? Every Muslim's hand, every Muslim, regardless who you are, although it's not fard, it's not wajib, you don't have to. No matter who it is, every Muslim, their hand will go towards the dates. You ask him, brother, why don't you eat the chips that are there? Why don't you eat the chicken that's there? Why do you start with a can of coke? Why is it that you're going for the dates and every Muslim will say to you, this is how my beloved Habib sallallahu alayhi wa broke the fast. If you feel Ramadan isn't doing anything for you, I tell you, wallahi, Ramadan does do something to you. Ramadan is round the corner. It will come with its glory. It's might its barakah, It's Rahma. It will make a change. It is up to you and now me now. For now to accept that let ramadan make that change present ourselves these are nafahat rabbaniya allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says these are the rays of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala divine rays of allah where allah is sending down a rope from the heaven to rescue you and it's there for you to take grab onto it, hold on to it. When you feel and you feel like, let me read Quran, just go for it. Don't let any distractions come for you. In Taraweeh, you want to stand and you want to stand long, just go for it. Don't think what if this or what if that? No, Ramadan is there. The doors of Jannah have been opened. The Jahannam doors will be closed. Shaitan will be locked away. You will be given multiple rewards, much more than out of the month of Ramadan. The help of Allah is there. It's about me and you, whether we accept this help. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this coming Ramadan a month of guidance, a month of blessing, a month of change, a month of transformation. Let make this Ramadan our best Ramadan ever, inshaAllah. Now I'm going to conclude by sharing with you and the lengthy hadith narrated by the uh, Salman radiallahu ta'ala anhu, many other sahaba, it's in the books of Sahih of ibn Khuzayma and others, Bayhiqi and others have also mentioned various parts of this same hadith as well. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi as we know, throughout the day will be fasting, inshaAllah. Say, inshaAllah. الله. And Allahumma Ramadan. Oh Allah, allow us to reach Ramadan, we're not there yet. We just think that, yeah, I'm going to get there. No, if Allah doesn't take us, we cannot go okay so Ramadan, oh Allah allow us to reach the month of ramadan so once we get to the month of ramadan inshallah throughout the day we'll be fasting in the night we'll be doing taraweeh and those who have the tawfiq some qiyamul layl as well and whenever we get a chance we'll recite the quran and we'll do some charitable work wherever we can we will be helping our family members and looking after the needs of our community etc etc however that is these are like allocated times what will we do for the rest of the time is there anything we have been advised to do we find in the hadith the prophet sallallahu teaches us something we can call this a the the a dua to be recited excessively throughout the month of ramadan dua to be recited excessively throughout the month of ramadan because at the end of this hadith the prophet sallallahu alayhi goes on to say that i advise you to do four things in the month of Ramadan four things two of them is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and two of them you don't have a choice but to do for yourself the two which you need to do to please almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number one is to excessively recite la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah is it difficult no so the first one is la ilaha illallah And the second one is to do istighfar, ask the forgiveness of Allah, very simple. We say astaghfirullah, so la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, very easy. And the other, the number three, he said, there's two things you don't have a choice. You must do them. The third one is ask Allah for Jannah, ask Allah for Jannah. And number four, seek Allah's protection from the hellfire. Seek Allah's protection from the hellfire. So these are four things. Excessively, we need to do throughout the holy month of Ramadan. So, like I said, we'll be fasting throughout the day, tarawih and qiyam in the night, Quran whenever we get a chance, sadaqat, dua at the time of suhoor, dua at the time of iftar, dua at any time. But the rest of the time. When we are driving, for example, when we are coming and going from the masjid, during the school run, during the shopping, keep our tongues busy in the remembrance of Allah. If we put these four things together, it sounds like this La ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, as'aluka al jannah, bika minan nar. La ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, as'aluka al jannah, bika minan nar. Recite after me, La ilaha illallah. I can't hear you. La ilaha illallah. law. A stalphirullah. As alukal jenna. Wa arudu becoming a nar. La ilaha illallah. law. A stalphirullah. As alukal jenna. Wa arudu becoming a nar. La ilaha illallah. law. A stalphirullah. As alukal jenna. Wa arudu becoming a nar. La ilaha illallah means there is no God besides Allah. Astaghfirullah, I seek the forgiveness of Allah. Asalukal Jannah, I ask of you, Paradise. Wa a'udhu bika minan nar, I seek your protection from the hellfire. Now, we already know la ilaha illallah has many fadail and virtues. Time doesn't allow us to speak about those. Similarly, Astaghfirullah and Istighfar has plentiful virtues. We spoke about them very recently on the 15th of Sha'ban. I'm just going to quickly touch upon the last two. As'aluka al Jannah bika minan nar. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, we find in the hadith of Musnad Ahmad and others also, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Whoever asks Allah for Jannah three times, Jannah speaks. And Jannah says to O oh Allah, O oh Allah, enter this person into Jannah. Jannah intercedes for you. And whoever seeks the protection of Allah from Jahannam three times, Jahannam says, Oh Allah, protect this person from me. So we just recited it three times. And each time, if we do it excessively, insha'Allah, so many barakat and so many blessings in the holy month of Ramadan. I've asked Brother Adil to add it to the description of this YouTube video. You'll find it there, the dua and the translation. Once more, La ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, as'aluka al jannah. La ilaha illallah, So we recite this excessively insha'Allah throughout the holy month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq, waakiruda'wana, an ilhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen.